episode 26, Single, Happy, and Free. I am podcasting from Charlotte, USA, but I want to talk about the virtual world of Facebook because today is June 25th and I'm fresh out of Facebook jail and I have a whole lot to say. Listen, I'm back, y'all. What up? It's been, what, two, three weeks? Have y'all missed me? Stop lying, okay? Did you check out my top ten thus far? Um, If not, go ahead and give a listen and then come back. This is the newest episode, episode 26, all right? So, um, what y'all been up to, hmm? I've been busy with school and work. Um, If I make it... To anybody's beach this summer, I'll be very surprised. And I live, what, three hours from a beach, so there's no excuse. Um, But it's just been that, it's just been a stressful summer, to say the least, you know. Um, God forbid if you're ever having a bad day and you want to express your thoughts, because I don't know, you are a writer, and you express your thoughts on social media because that's what writers do. God forbid that you let people know that you're not 100% that day. They're concerned, so they say, but they're not because they no, no one reaches out to me. Um, they t- they reach out to my parents. Okay, my parents are elderly. They 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 don't look elderly, but they are. Why are you calling my parents about? Anything that I say on Facebook, first of all, why? Why? If you're so concerned, why haven't you contacted me directly? You you know how to reach me, and I know you're not going to hear this, but you know, it's family. It's family. It's family, and it's not my mom's side of the family. All right. So if anybody's listening to this, yeah, I'm still feeling a type of way over that. All right, I'm just letting y'all know. Um, so don't look for me, you know, uh, these upcoming holidays. If you don't, if you see me, you see me. If you don't, you don't. Don't be surprised is all I'm saying because I'm, I'm tired of phony people. Whoo, I had to get that out, y'all. Anyway, I'm feeling good because I am eating this oat mega protein bar. It has seven grams of fiber in it, and this is not a an advertisement they're not paying me to say this um and there's only five grams of sugar so if you need a pick-me-up and you know you're just tired of feeling tired and sluggish and everything if you're like me you don't really get a good eight hours of sleep on a regular basis then you know get your pick-me-up get your fiber or protein bar and keep moving okay and drink your water, drink your water. A couple of weeks ago, I was rushed to the hospital. Something else for y'all to run and tell my family, okay? I was rushed to the hospital for being dehydrated, okay? But I'm okay now. I'm okay now. I'm okay now. <laughs> Folks love to get in your business. They claim they're so concerned. Hoochah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay. Um, so today on the show, I have a guest coming on and I know we talk about travel a lot on here, but for some of us, we still don't understand that it doesn't take a lot of money to travel. It may look like it if you're looking at Instagram, um, and you're looking at everyone on a yacht and stuff, taking these squad pictures, 
It may look like they have money, and some of them may have money, but a lot of times it doesn't cost a lot. It doesn't cost a lot to, to as much as you think. It does not. And um, if you're struggling financially, we've covered that topic too. Um, I want you to stay tuned because if you are struggling but you still want to travel, it is possible. All right? Yes, it is possible. And let me tell you something else. Oh, I'm with the shits today. <laughs> let me tell you something else. Don't let people count your money. All right? If you um, are paying on your bills, even though you may not be paid in full, but you are paying on your bills, you want to travel, you go ahead and travel. You know what I'm saying? That's your money. Don't let nobody guilt you into not seeing the world. All right? Because just because they haven't figured it out doesn't mean that they're doing any better than you are. I mean, I'll just keep it 100. If you're going to be struggling and staying home, I'd rather struggle and travel than to be struggling and staying at home. So they just mad because they haven't figured it out yet, okay? That's all. That's all it is. They haven't figured out how to move, make money move, work for them, make money moves and move money around, however you want to say it. They don't know how to do that, and they won't listen because all the information is out there. All you got to do is listen to this podcast, listen to other podcasts, go on YouTube, um, and go to Google. You know what I'm saying? Google. Google, 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 Google. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Um, no, no plenty of fuckery this week either. I just, I don't know. I just haven't really been put myself out there for dating purposes, you know, I'm just, I'm just not feeling it right now, you know, I'm just not feeling it, um, I'm always tired because I'm, you know, my schedule's crazy, and I know y'all gonna get sick of me talking about getting this PhD, but it is a beast, it is a beast, and I would appreciate those who don't understand to not try to judge people who are who are struggling trying to have a life and get a PhD because listen I've had obviously I've I've been to school before I have two other degrees and the work is nowhere near as hard and I'm taking it all online so you know what I'm saying I can imagine if you're getting a PhD offline it's even worse because now you got to travel and you got to deal with traffic and you know deal with different personalities in the classrooms and stuff on a regular basis on top of getting a PhD. You know, I, I mean, I just need people to mind day business. That's right, mind day business. It, it costs you nothing to mind your business. And now that I've calmed down, I want y'all to listen to a recording, something that I recorded um, almost a month ago now while I was on break from this podcasting world. But I was with my good friend Gina down in South Carolina, and here's what she had to say. Love you, girl. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my girl Gina. You just, you know, I mean, we're born into the families that we're born into. And I, I come from the Adams family. That's what we like to call ourselves. And I'm so, so thankful because we've done such 
I don't know. We're all very unique and right. and it's fantastic. Right. Yeah, you're born sometimes you're born in a family right. where you just don't it's get along. People are problematic and I'll be the first to say I'm problematic as shit. But you know what? Um, you got you got to decide are you going to look beyond that or are you going to carry certain things um, for generations and generations and that's not a healthy way to live if you choose to do the latter um, so for those people who feel like they have lost a sense of community I'm here to tell you that you don't have to feel that way because you can create a community or you can be a part of community. You can, they, create, your own, you can create your own family. Community is family and family is community. It just is the way it is. And, you know, the thing is, your family. You can't. Go ahead. People are so drawn to you. I'm one of those people. Guilty. But um, I just see all the time, like, we can just be out mind like, if I'm by myself, I'm out minding my business. I'll do what I got to do, and I come home, and I have not met one person. You crazy ha- talk. You That's hang- crazy talk. You hang out. You ha- you. I hang out with you. Next thing I know, I'm adding people on Facebook, uh, willingly, and I'm exchanging numbers in some cases. Yesterday, um, the young lady, Katie. You know, because because you invited me out, I was going to stay home, but because you invited me out yesterday, I met a young lady named Katie and my sister. I missed my sister. I didn't invite her out. And we're going to hit and we're going to we would like to make plans to do a wine trip in Winston-Salem. I think that sounds fantastic. And see, things like that don't happen to me when I'm by. I mean. Perhaps, but you know what? I probably wouldn't even went out last night or yesterday evening had it not been for you. You're you're just so into community. I think that's what the world needs now. And I don't want to get into politics in and light you know, of. The thing is, it's not about politics. I mean, that's where I mean the way I feel about things. I say that because politics turns it into division. Apart. Yes. It breaks people apart. And yeah. we're just coming off of the democratic. Um, the the um, debate and I'm not even gonna get into all of that right now because oh. I didn't watch part two I only watched part one. Jeez, that just that just happened. I guess I should pay more attention. It, it, you know what? It, it's it, the the point is is well I don't like I said I don't even want to get into who who you're gonna vote for who you're not gonna no, vote no, for. You know what, T? You know what, T? The thing is is that it, it's like produce, okay? So if you want to create a smaller footprint and really have an impact in life. Look smaller, impact smaller. Yes. It doesn't matter if you're X and I'm Y and our beliefs are this and that, whether it's religious yes. or pol- you know political or anything yes. else. You look at the human being yes. and the kindness. I mean, everyone is a rock star in my eyes yes. until they prove me directly differently. People can talk smack about people and yes. say they're all horrible and whatever. Yes. I'm like. Well, you must have been just an asshole that day if they were right. like mean to you because those people are so so nice to me. <laughs> I'm like, how does that happen? Yeah, I mean the thing is is that I do meet people who I I who may or may not be assholes, I guess depending on the mood I'm in that day. But you meet them and they become your best friend. <laughs> They they don't become my best friend, T. They become your family. They family. become they become a part of the family. You don't Find, you know, you don't pick your family, they find you. That's you, the big picture. Do you watch the, the show on FX called Pose? 
it's about the 80s and they're doing a voguing that's where it began in new york in the 80s and the 90s no okay i'm kind of a netflix junkie now that i have to pay for cable so i only do internet it's on netflix i actually kind of like the netflix stuff there's one no i don't watch that one but you should get into it it's called pose you you'll really like i think you might like it if it's too reality i really you know i love reading books i just I just watch make-believe stuff, you no, know, no, or read based, make-believe stuff because... I mean, it's based on the culture, but I don't think it's a... It's not a reality show. But my point in bringing that up is that they are all about family. Um, some of the people on that show, they have... They're not blood-related? What? They're, they're not blood... And they're still family? And they're still family. That's ludicrous. And Love they, that. And they need each other because some of the people on that show have HIV, and, you know, one was recently diagnosed. You know, you get HIV before you get AIDS. One of my and best friends when I lived in, actually, when I was living in Minneapolis, I was in, you know, a, a performance. I got talked into it by my roommate at a gay lesbian theater. And all of my family came How down. Did you talk to me? Because she was my roommate. She's like, we need someone to play DD. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't stand being in front of people. Ah! <laughs> See, stuff like that does not happen to Ty. <laughs> well,. You know what? Yeah. It will. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, when you open yourself and you just love people, yeah. I mean, it. You know, it was just so amazing to me. You know, I mean, it was cold in there. It was just ridiculous. You know, and then all my family came down, and I had three lines. Thank God that was it, because mm-hmm. I can't. I embrace my short-term memory loss cause, because <laughs> that makes the world a better place. You know, you can't hold grudges, right. any of that. I mean. And, and I don't you know, know family is so important. You know, the people that you meet and you, you see, you have to, you know, so not everyone, you, imp- you know, can see the best in people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you're embracing the big black gray cloud, you know, sometimes it, you know, shadows the world. You know, I don't know. So tell me this. Say someone wants to turn their life around, like they're making a conscious effort. How will they go about, because I think you were born this way. But how? But people can be taught things. So how can people learn to become family oriented? If you know what I mean, instead of ju- judgmental, because we need more family oriented people and less judgmental people. Because if I was closed minded, I wouldn't meet half of the people who I know today. The first thing you have to do is start she with yourself. You have to start with yourself. And what I want you to do is just go outside and stand in the sunbeam. Just close your eyes and lift your hands up and and say, I am so thankful. I am so thankful to stand in the sunbeam. I don't care if it's in the parking lot, you know, at your place or at the pool or wherever. Just stand there, close your eyes and say, Raise your hands and say, I'm so thankful. That is powerful. You know what the thing is? Those, I mean, we have those four words. that little inch of green grass, or maybe you have, you know, several feet of green grass. Just embrace what you have. <laughs> embrace what you have. Embrace what you have. I love that. So, yeah, it goes back to self-awareness. And that's what being single and happy is all about, guys. That self-awareness. Get you some. All right. So stay tuned because, you know, I'm going to read something from the blog. Also, is there any final thoughts, boo? You know, boo, it's all about 
You don't pick your family. Family doesn't have to be blood. Family will find you and embrace it, love it, and just be good and kind to people. Hey, tell you what, I want to have you back when we're so, when 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 I'm sober. I want to have you back on because I want you to give us ten steps to just becoming more I don't want to say more like you because you know we need to embrace our own identities but just becoming more aware, in, aware and more aware. In, and and embracing of other people regardless of who they are where they come from what they look like what kind of accent they have I mean it should all be about love now if somebody does family. you dirt go ahead you know I just want to say T I have family that you know goes, you know, completely to the left side of, you know, any political thought I would ever have Uh and things like that. People that feel so different from a lot of things that I do. And you know what the thing is, though? They are the most amazing people. I don't care. You know, I don't care. I just love them because we we connect. We click. We love. I mean, we are family. Love is bigger than all of this stuff. Love is so huge. And and okay, so I'm going to throw this down. It may, I think it's a huge part of it. So my grandmama always said to not use two words. N-E-V-E-R, which I'm not going to actually pronounce it, and H-A-T-E. Okay. So, oh, and the word um, use challenged, dislike a lot, and will not ever. Well, a lot of those are negative words. Well, the ones that I'm saying are positive words. The one that, the third one I couldn't think of at the moment was O-V-E-R-W-H-E-L-M-E-D. I won't say, I won't say, yes. (laughs) Use challenge. I mean, it's a Carnegie theory. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had a lot of shit going on and he gave us libraries too. So he's a keeper. Mm -hmm. God rest his soul. Right? Yes. Carnegie Mellon Institute. Get, get into it. Anyway, Sister Nyard is going to peace out by the pool. Drink a little bit more Pap Smosa action. And you know what? Family will find you. And when they do, when they break the conversation randomly, embrace it, love it, and do it. And and before we end, and before that, yes, we're going to enjoy the pool. But before we do that, real quick, tell us how to make a Pap Smosa because they're so damn good. People call them different things. I call it a pap samosa because I was a pap salesman for many years in Wisconsin. Yes. So traditional recipe, you take a 12-ounce can of PBR and you grab a pint glass, which we all have copious amounts of those at this point in time. So pour that 12-ounce can in there. And then my sister likes a splash of orange juice in there. (laughs) I have a little more heavy because vitamin C, you know, you're around so many people. You want to keep that vitamin C level up. There you go. No blog archives this week. I don't have time. So, guys, I know we're in the end of July, or almost the end of July, um, but we still have time this year to do what we want to do. What do we want to do? We want to travel. We want to pay off some debts. We want to build wealth. 
Well, guess what? Today I have Danielle Desir here. She's a writer, speaker, podcast host, and travel finance strategist. Um, today she's going to talk about what I mentioned before, that afford- affording travel, paying off debt, and building wealth. We still got time, y'all. So, Danielle, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yes, absolutely. We definitely still have a lot of time to hit up all of our goals. So I'm here to provide some encouragement today. Okay, well, before you do that, um, tell us what can we do if we want to try to go somewhere before the kids go back to school? For some of us, that starts in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Okay. All right. So just some key takeaways I would say is if you want to travel, I really highly recommend for you to open up a separate bank account devoted solely to your travel savings and to your travel expenses. So that's something that you can do immediately. I also recommend getting an online bank. There's plenty of banks that offer free bank accounts now these days that offer decent interest rates. So that's an easy way to get started. Another thing I would say, if you're looking to travel in the next couple of weeks, think about a staycation. Think about maybe going on a road trip. And these are you know, so much faster ways to travel than if you were looking maybe at an international flight. So those are my recommendations if you're looking at traveling sometime soon what do you think about going to groupon because i see a lot of deals on there but you know with groupon you have to pay for it up front and full in most cases um do you recommend uh groupon for travel i person i personally have never actually booked a Groupon trip. I know that there are plenty of people who swear by them. I actually prefer to book my own individual airfare and my lodging separately because again, it's about limiting the upfront costs, but it really depends because there are some, some deal sites. For example, Gate One Travel, they are a travel agency and they give you really great discounts. So just, I think it depends on where you're going and if you have the funds up front versus if you just want to buy your flight now and then pay for your accommodation later so it all depends right okay and what exactly is a travel finance strategist yes okay so what i do really is i am all about helping people find ways to afford to travel so a lot of times people don't actually connect the two and two together, meaning that you need funds to travel. And if anyone ever says to you, oh, you can travel 100% for free, you know, that's kind of a bold-faced lie. So at the end of the day, you need money to travel. And if you want to integrate it as part of your life, it's all about finding the strategy. It could be making some sacrifices or moving things around or redefining your goals. So that's what I do on my blog. I write lots of not only destination articles, meaning things you can do at a certain place but I also write about budgeting how to save for a big purchase how to find a good flight deal all these different things that play into actually going out there and exploring the world okay so you mentioned um, budgeting uh, but because before we do travel I think the wisest thing I'm not necessarily saying that I do this all the time but I probably should but 
try to pay off debt or at least pay some of that debt down. What should we be doing first and foremost as far as paying the debt down? What, what would be the first step towards that? Right. So I think it really all depends on your financial goals. So I'm the type of person who I wanted to travel while paying off debt. And I didn't want to hold off of my I dream of seeing the world even if it's you know one trip here or there i still wanted to do it so i'm from the philosophy of working on multiple goals at the same time now with that being said going back to budgeting for me i think it really matters on what are your top goals i would start off with listing one to three short-term goals things you want to work on immediately and if your debt falls into that that will be one of the priorities um, for me. For example, when I was paying off my student loan debt, I went above and beyond the minimum payments. So minimum payments will really it really benefits the lender and not the you know the person who's borrowing the money. So I would say if you are interested in paying off debt, pay more than the minimum. Like throw as much as possible at it. That's when you'll see the most gains. Okay. And where have you traveled? What's the last place you've been to? Yeah, the last place I've been to was Austria. So Austria was my 26th country and it was really like very, very interesting. I visited the city of Graz, which is like the second largest city in Austria. I learned that they speak German and they have so much like good wine and food there. So that was definitely an eye-opening and great experience. And I highly recommend visiting Austria if you're in Europe. Okay, now let's talk um, budget. Let's talk, you know, we keep it real here. Um, You being a travel finance strategist, how did you pull this off? Did you go with a group? Did you, um, you said that you like to book on your own. Um, What what did you do and how, how could one afford to go? Right. So I would say if you're looking for cheap flights, there are tons of websites that will share with you cheap flights daily. So for example, you have secretflying.com, you have theflightdeal.com. So I would say if you're looking for a flight deal after you have, you know, some savings available from your travel funds, I would hit up one of those places and find the deals. And if you're actually looking to go to Europe, just get to anywhere in Europe because all of the countries are are so connected and their transportation system is so efficient. It's so different from the United States. So you can fly across, you know, across different countries a lot cheaper than the U.S. You can take the train. So if you're looking to go to Europe, just land anywhere there and then find your way to the your you know your favorite cities. But what I did particularly for that trip is I am really big on accumulating points and miles. So I. Delta Sky Miles credit card and I had points on it and enough points for a round trip ticket to London and my out-of-pocket expense for that was about $150 for taxes which is pretty good it's like really good um, deal there so that's how I got to London yeah yeah that's how I got to London and then from London I flew out to Austria and then I stayed in a couple of different places so that's really how I made that trip possible but at the end of the day I'm always number one scouting the cheap flight deals like literally every day is there anything
something that I think that I can pull off. And two, having a travel fund, saving a travel fund regularly. So when I do find a flight deal, either I use my points and miles or I just pay for it out of pocket. Then once I'm there, you know, the world is your oyster. You have Airbnbs, you have hostels, you have hotels, you have resorts, you know, so you can make it work once you actually get there. I was, and thank you for sharing it. But I was going to ask you about hostels because I see them popping up online more than ever, probably because more people are traveling more than ever. But I don't know anyone personally who has stayed in a hostel. Have you stayed in a hostel? Yeah. Uh, hostels are definitely one of my go-tos. A little bit less nowadays because you can find really great Airbnbs and they provide like a, a you know privacy and a home homey experience. But I've stayed in hostels in Lisbon, Portugal, in London, in Paris, Amsterdam, in Dublin. So I've stayed in hostels even in Baltimore. So definitely i i definitely recommend it it's hostels are really about not only saving money but it's also about it's also about a social experience so when you go to a hostel out of shared accommodation so you are in a dorm but you can you can still actually book your own private rooms that's one thing that i don't think people know that you can actually do that and it's going to be a lot cheaper than if you booked a hotel for example so um you know there's just a lot of benefits of staying at a hostel and especially if you're on a tight budget it's an easy way to shave off money on your couch and no uh, when a room costs, let's say $30 a day, maybe that means you can actually travel longer compared to if you booked a hotel for $200 a day, your funds might be limited. So it just really all depends on where you're at. So in a hostel, you do share what? What do you share? That's sure, right. so what, you, what share, you, uh, you share accommodation. Yeah, yeah, you share, you definitely share a room. Um, it really depends on how many beds there are in a room. It could be as many beds as 20, room, 20 beds compared to four. So over the years, I found that and I've discovered that I personally, when I'm staying at a hostel, I like to stay in rooms with four people. Um, for me, that means less interruptions, less distractions. I also get to know the other, my other roommates, you know, a lot better. I get to talk to them and you can pick if you want to stay in a mixed room, which means male and female, or if you want to stay in a female room. So I, I prefer to stay in female only room and you know that's really good for my budget and it's a social it's really social a lot of hostels also provide free walking tours or dinner parties or you know there's a bar a rooftop bar there there's hostels that offer swimming pools and saunas and gyms so they're really stepping up their game now okay i think what people really want to know <laughs> is how many bathrooms are in these places? And I don't mean that just stay focused on hostels, but I see online a lot of people kind of shy away. And I've shied away from hostels myself because I don't know if I want to share a bathroom with a total stranger like that. Um, you just don't know their habits and things like that. So, uh, like, there are no kitchens, correct? That's not true. It, it really, it all depends. Every hostel, I would say, is different. So I would say if you are interested in staying at a hostel, look and do some research at the hostels you're thinking about. But most hostels actually have kitchens where you could make your own food, make your own, you know, store things in the fridge, things like that. So that's one of the myths. 
The other thing is that it really depends on the room that you're picking. Some rooms have in-suite bathrooms. So let's say if you're staying in a four-person dorm, you'll have an in-suite bathroom and boom, you're just sharing the bathroom with four people. And again, four is the max. There are times that I've stayed at hostels and no one showed up. So boom, I had the whole room to myself and no one there. But of course that's not like, you know, you can't always bank on that, but it really depends. If you know that you don't want to share uh, share the bathroom with the entire floor, then you get a room that, you know, get a, a dorm in a room that has an in-suite bathroom. So it all depends, but these are all different amenities and things to consider. And if this hostel doesn't have a, you know, amenities that you want, look at a different hostel. Most cities have a number of hostels. And the one thing I really appreciate about hostels is that they're actually in the city center. So you're close to so much action. You spend so much less on transportation because boom, you're right there compared to sometime when you stay at Airbnb or something like that, you're kind of off in the distance and you have to commute in. Um, so it really just all depends, but yeah, to give it a try to see if it's the right option for you. All right. And um, I do thank you again for being here, Danielle. Danielle, how can people find you? Yes, absolutely. So you can head over to my blog, thoughtcard.com. And I also have a podcast called The Thought Card, where we focus on affordable travel, paying off debt, and building wealth. And next month in August, I'm actually releasing my first book, which is an Iceland travel guide for Black women. So I'm really excited to share all the things to do in Iceland, as well as the Black experience in Iceland. Um, so, yep, that'll be available on Amazon as well. Single and Happy in Charlotte is a production of Thailand Unlimited. Thailand Unlimited is the home of Thailand rights. Ow. Welcome to Thailand. Give me a soul clap real quick. Hey, hey.